oh my goodness, is it really you? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Right. Hi, Demola. Can you tell me, is it Demola or Demola? The first one. Demola. I love that. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, oh. I'm good. A lot of people say Demola. A lot of people say Demola. However, people pronounce it. I don't expect people to get the accent. Right. But goes to self. It's it's all right. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> it's Demola. Oh, yeah, it's it's actually pronounced as Demola, you know, but Demola. Demola. Say that again. <laughs> say that again. Say that again. Say that. Say it like, again. Like you're doing me, 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 Demola. Demola. Okay. The... All right. Demola. I got it. <laughs> okay. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with the incredibly talented Demola, the violinist. Demola's music brings to life a wide array of musical genres, including Afrobeats, reggae, hip hop, and R&B. He's a self-taught musician with his main instrument being the violin. Demola's musical journey began in Lagos, Nigeria, where he was born. In 2013, he moved to the United States to continue making music and has been captivating audiences ever since. He has taken the time in between his one in a million tour schedule to talk to us about how he got started and his current projects. Demola, welcome to our program. Thank you, thank you for having me. Okay, now uh, you started playing the violin in church as a teen. Can you give us some insight into how this shaped your journey into the superstar you are today? When did you decide you wanted to professionally make music? Okay, so as a kid, I actually wanted to always be an artist, you know, I wanted to be an entertainer. I watched the, you know, my parents were very strong, music loving, you know, listening to every genre of music from reggae dance. Or my mom was a reggae head <laughs> when it comes to reggae. My mom, that's where I got the whole reggae dance hall still from. Yeah. Okay. This is, Jimmy Cliff, listen to, you know, Peter Touch, listen to everybody, you know, and then she put me onto it. And of course, reggae in the 90s was heavy. So I grew up dancing to reggae as a toddler, you know. Oh. Yeah. Then we had African artists who started doing reggae. You had Majek Fashek, who was actually very iconic, and you have the Raskimonos. And my mom also, you know, put me on to gospel music and every other genre of music. But my dad was heavy on hip hop, jazz music, and Afrobeat. You know that's african music so it was a combination of both you know i wake up this morning i'm listening to this i wake up i'm listening to that you know and that shaped my musical you know journey i've always wanted to be an artist but you know how it is in africa i, I want to be an entertainer they're like no you got to be a doctor sciences i was a smart kid so i was like okay cool i mean i saw myself in that light and i liked it nonetheless you know but um at a very early age I used to entertain you know in the you know when kids are around I was singing and dance I would just make stuff and I have my brother play the drums and we'll dance together so we me and my brother grew up doing stuff together so in our teenage days when he started playing piano in church you know he wanted me to play classical music alongside with him and I did not really like it I didn't like the violin I didn't like the sound I didn't like how people played it I didn't like what they played you know so 
And so he would always play that to me for me to always listen. And I'm like, nah. So one of these days he, he, did, he did a concert. They did a concert in church and he performed. And he got into a fight with me and I was like, yo, you're the only person in the family who is not participating. My, your sister is singing. Your brother is playing the piano. You just want to just do science and just hang around with your friends and listen, you know, radio music. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And so we got into this argument, which was my, one of the first major arguments my mom would ever witness me and my brother get into. And then he kept me malice for like three weeks. And after that, <laughs> so then my mom was like, you know what? I need you guys to be fine. So go into the church and go pick up the violin, whether or not you like it. At least just make, you know, peace with your brother. So I went to the church, picked up the violin, tried to figure my way around it. And I started, you know, listening and trying to figure out how to, you know, pick up my notes and music. And over time, I wanted to, because I'm somebody who if I want to do something, I like to do it well. You know, so I was like, eh, I'm not just going to pick this. At least when he comes, I want to show him that I can play what I heard on radio. <laughs> <laughs> right. You um, play by ear. Yeah. I, I said, I, I actually, the first time I picked up the violin, I played by ear, but I could, I read music. I write music. I write, I compose music right now. So over time when I started playing the violin, I started learning how to read music, you know, and I think it was like the same two weeks because we had tutors. There was no way I would have been able to, you know, play classical music to the high extent where I played classical music without being able to read. So I read music, you know, over time. And the first few days, you know, it was more like me trying to just impress my friends. Music coming out of Africa has received heightened interest recently, particularly in regions with African roots like the Caribbean. The roots of Caribbean music have a shared history with African musical traditions and your music also takes the tones and intensity of Afrobeats and fuses it with elements of reggae and reggaeton. Do you think those in the Caribbean enjoy your music not only because it is good, but also because the beats are relatable? Yeah, it's familiar language. Growing up with such influence, you know, for me, it's not like a strange language. Once I hear dance, all it's like, yo, that's my language. <laughs> yeah. You are set to release a vocal album this year and the lead single, is the one in a million uh, yes. that has been released, right? It, that has already been released. It's a yeah, beautiful well, song. Love it. Was it was on February 14th this year. Mm -hmm. And that's because that's the lead single from the album. And then I released a second single in May. It's called Mbappe. Um, oh, Mbappe. okay. Yeah, Mbappe is really Afrobeat fusion with pop and I'm a piano. I'm a piano is a, is a style, of, um, a genre of music from South Africa. You know, so at the fusion of I'm a piano, pop, and Afrobeat. And it's something that, you know, keeps you on your feet dancing. And the title of the song is Mbappe, which is the name of um, the youngest striker who scored an trick in the World Cup. You know, um, it's just using a metaphor for, you know, just kind of promoting Africa, basically. You know, mm -hmm. he's three years old, one of the richest and one of the youngest, and very, very, very good soccer player. And so I just used his name in the song. and just to push up that basically, basically. So yeah, um, I'm dropping a vocal violin fusion album. So it's you listening to me sing and hearing me play just like your George Benson play. when he's, yeah. he played. Give Me the Night by George Benson, for example, for Karen okay. B and playing guitar solo, something like that. Listening to Felakuti when he sings and he plays, you know, mm -hmm. that's what. Now, um, I kind of dance, I've always been dancing, but it was not like, I'm not like a professional dancer. But it's just... <laughs> I've seen you dancing. <laughs> I've so, seen your videos. Okay, I think yeah, you're pretty good. I, <laughs> Will you be playing at any destinations in the Caribbean? 
or yeah. in, even in South Florida. Are you coming to South Florida anytime soon? Yeah, we're planning. We're actually working on South Florida uh, to speak. We're trying. We're trying to finalize a venue and get uh, you know things going. We're working on venues basically. Um, that's one thing about touring is is time, scheduling, availability, fan base. And we're also planning to come to Jamaica. Planning to come to Trinidad. Um, and it is all yeah. island. So we're working on that and that'll be for 2024 because of my schedule for this year. It's kind of really very packed and tight. But if anything changes, definitely going to be announcing. Um, right now we're, you know, doing the, the between US, we're doing um, some parts of Europe. Um, more cities are going to be added. Yeah. You know, there's booking agents are working on it. You know, just trying to make sure that we reach everyone, you know. So definitely we're coming to South Florida soon um, as soon as we have things finalized. And of course, Jamaica. I was just in Jamaica um yeah i was just just in jamaica i've been to jamaica like twice this year to perform but this time around i'm coming my headlining concert you know and we're working on that too yeah okay all right now um would you say that your favorite instrument is the violin you do play a lot of other instruments yes uh, i understand but what is your favorite instrument yeah my favorite I instrument is the violin anything besides the violin i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Them just follow the same class, right? But now, violin for me, violin is it, violin viola. Like, <laughs> then piano, guitar, bass, drums, all of them are just on the same level. Oh, I just love your um, rendition of all these songs, you know, you do a great job of it. Yeah, especially reggae. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, and recently that Tina Turner, oh, it's got, got a lot of views. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I just most times when I just record the song, I just record it and I just put it out and just go about my day. And then I'm like, people are sharing, it's going viral. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, okay, people love this. All right, cool. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so what advice do you have for young aspiring musicians? Yeah. That want yeah. to do what you're doing. <laughs> it's the advice I have for them is just be yourself, you know. Um, Study the greats, you know. Study the greats. <laughs> Study the greats, you know, listen to the greats, see what they do, learn from them, and be yourself, create your path. Um, I noticed that this new generation want everything fast. Yeah. I'm young too, but when I see the younger ones, I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, they want everything fast. They want to just pick up the instrument and they want to come on social media and start playing. <laughs> And it's not to discourage people, but before I eventually had my first social media post, whatever, I had worked myself to that level. I had actually toured with jazz musicians. I was the youngest. I don't know if you know, I'm the official violinist for 2020. I was the youngest. I'm the youngest in the band. I was the youngest, whatever. While I was still doing my own violin stuff, I was touring with them. So you got to learn the art first before yes. you want is the art people want to skip the learning the arts they want to showcase while they are learning uh, yeah no yeah. do you have your violin close by that you could play something for us real quickly and that was why I, that was why i got late on it because what happened was i'm actually you know i got home and i was like i'm gonna set everything up home but i have my instrument in my tall van oh, okay. <laughs> okay no problem yeah. <laughs> okay now um where can our viewers find you online Oh yeah, you can find me on Instagram, of course. Instagram. There's this new app called Insta Insta Thread now. You know, you can find me on Insta Thread, Instagram, 
Facebook, Twitter, all your social media platform at Demola, at D-E-M-O-L-A-V-I-O-L-I-N-I-S-T, Demola Violinist. Go on YouTube as Demola, you know. Um, yeah, you can find me on tour. Okay, so okay. <laughs> I have another question for you. What is your relationship with Matthew Knowles? Oh yeah, Matthew Knowles used to be, um, I, was, I was in 2018, I was signed to Matthew Knowles record label. Before you close down his record label, I was the last artist that was signed to his record label. He was my manager at that point in time, um, before we went our separate ways in 2019. So I was in the label for like over a year for a little bit before oh, okay. he okay. Yeah, <laughs> I had like a breast cancer at a point. He had breast oh. cancer. I don't know, he was oh. he was very public about it and talking about, you know, male breast cancer. And he was his focus was on that. And so after a while he had to close down the label and you know, and that's it. And then I just moved on with my life and been independent all this time, you know. Yes, yes. You have a lot going on. We all love you. And um, I really appreciate this interview. I really do. Um, I saw that you were going on tour and I was just hoping that you would come to South Florida. So <laughs> hopefully soon next year. I mean, actually, we're working on something for this year. Okay. Yeah, as soon as we have everything. I mean, as soon as we have, uh, I'm going to let you know. I'll send you an email. Thank you, Demola. It was my pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for the interview. Thank you, Jeanette. Take care now. <laughs> all the best to you, all right? Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye.